Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to episode Swirl, season 3, episode 1, <laughs> S03E01. We know you're on the Torrent sites. Hello, once again, it's me, Kevin, joined as I am always in this traipse through Tinseltown and the governor of California's front office by my longtime OTP, Diddly D. He is Sam Chaplin. Hello. How's things, Sam? Good, thank you. All ripped up, raring, ready to go for another season of Cinema Swirl? I sure am. Sure yeah. am, yeah? Yeah. Star Wars is like a thing of the past now, isn't it? Yeah, mate, that's so last year, yeah. Star Wars. I like to think the season three, I mean, people always talk about the difficult third album, don't they? <laughs> yeah. You know, the difficult third. I know Dustin the Turkey of RTE, the Den fame back home. You wouldn't understand. It's, it's a Catholic That was nothing thing. to me. Yeah. Um, but his album, his third album, was called The Difficult Third Album. It's in itself an acknowledgement of the difficulty of doing a third thing. Yeah. I mean, if you were to view Cinema Swirl as being a series of albums, would the third one be the most difficult? I think so. You're following two classics. Yeah, two solid seasons. Both cult and mainstream (laughs) classics. Somehow at the same (laughs) time, dancing through mainstream, but occupying a space in the niche in the back as well. Yeah. So yeah, Cinema Swirl Season 3. The theme of this season, I like the idea of of having themes for season, because the theme of Season 2 was that the votes themselves were themed. Yeah. But I think the theme of season three should be that we do whatever votes we ourselves personally yep. want to do. Yes. And also, because I don't know about the films, that's mostly going to be films that you would want to do. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, I mean, in a nutshell, the theme of season three is let me tell you something. Yeah. You know, yeah, or yeah. the theme of season three could be actually, actually, no, this is what we're going to. I thought yeah. that might be a fun Sam tries to judge books by their cover. <laughs> <laughs> that would also uh, that would also work delightfully. I mean, now obviously, as we've had a, a layover between seasons, there a lot has happened in the uh, the world of seasons. Yeah, happy New Year, mate! Uh, happy New, happy New Year, Year and Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, um, he's my OTP. I didn't buy him a Valentine's gift. Make of that what you will. Yeah. But a lot of things have happened. Obviously, we're up for an Arnold Schwarzenegger vote. Yes. Which very much fell into the category of, ah, fuck it. You know, let's just do another Arnie movie. Because yeah. there's, there's too many Arnie movies. And that's what people wanted, you know. I know this this should be what we want this season, but I think there was a lot of demand for, I'm, do I'm, another Arnie. Yeah, and I'm not saying that there won't be overlap between what people want and what we will tell you you want. <laughs> there will be. There will be a lot of overlap in that case. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do think sometimes, I don't know what you think, but I do think sometimes that people would have been happier if this was a podcast where you and I just did the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah. Do you get that feeling or that I fun? think there is a chunk of the fan base that would love that and that would be preferable in their minds to what we have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think to some people, maybe, they have only listened to the two episodes where we did Arnie. Is it two? Yeah, so we did Commando and we did Terminator 2 and I'll be yeah. the first one to admit it was like episode five and we did fucking Commando. That was <laughs> not a classic. <laughs> that was when we realised straight away that that was what people wanted because yeah. we put, as far as I know, quite viable alternatives. Mm. And it was like Lord of the Rings was in there. It's like, yeah? Huh? Huh? 
Huh? Wouldn't it be fun if Sam was... No, Commando. No, Commando. Commando. Hollywood yeah. classic, Commando. Uh, I'm still very happy that Sam got to, you know... Yeah, I'm glad he got to see it. Bennett. And I yeah. mean, I imagine, you know, we will hit the Arnold Schwarzenegger button more times than not before we, you know, we, we reach the end of reviewing every Hollywood classic ever, so, which is our yeah. ultimate goal. Mm. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, are you happy for another dip in, in the pool of, yeah, of, sure. of, of um, irony? To some fans of this show, that will be, the not the conclusion, but the continuation of what has become a trilogy. Yeah. of us reviewing Arnie yeah and it's own, it's yeah. own like backwards little trilogy yeah you know and I like the idea of going back to Arnie movies yeah you know? and there was a lot on offer here I think we had Predator though skimming the vote yes. even though there was a lot of other tough competition there was a lot of Total Recall support there was a lot of people voting for two things yeah you know just like in real elections there was less true lies but that's fine you know yeah. I, you know you don't want to see us deconstruct uh, a movie which in itself is deconstructing the trouble of Arnold Schwarzenegger that's fine you'll never get the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast if that's your attitude we want Predator we want Predator and that's what we're going to get well let's uh, firstly dip our toes into the other pool which is the pool that is the mailbag You don't fill a mail with a pill full of mail. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Why do we, that's that's you can't swim in that. Gail, paper cuts. Taking some of those glossy envelopes would be no good at all. Anyway, so we got some emails, electronic letters, if it were, to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. We've had people as well, of course, emailing, tweeting, and Facebooking in with their new Cinemaswirl t-shirts. Ooh! Very, very handsome-looking t-shirt that is. Still available! Still available over in Etsy. <laughs> Search for Cinemaswirl. Yeah. Get yourself beautiful, hand-pressed, delicious. Mm. Now, he's... I will say, as a man with a giant head, it has withstood me putting it over my head. It's 100% something, and I think it's gone. You yeah. don't hear what I refer to as the Primark crack. <laughs> which is what I get when I'm putting on a lot of shitty t-shirts, you know? No Primark crack, straight on there, slips yep. on. You Quality. Know? Like, a, like a sock over an orange, just like, <laughs> right on there, okay? No, I don't want to use any other fruit, I don't like symbolising that. So, uh, Steve Saxton, writing in from Australia whoa. to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Hey, lads. Steve from Australia here. I've greatly enjoyed the strange food stories shared by other fans and thought I might share a gross one of my own. I'm going to say this now, massive fucking... You know, you get mail, it's got a red exclamation mark on it. Yeah, yeah. I am now treating every single story about food, not with the joy and anticipation as I have before, yeah. but now with a Grimace and fucking really thinking that someone's going to try and pull the wool over the, the Cinema Swirl fan base's eyes. Okay, so we're approaching with caution for this. Well, there was controversy with the last one, wasn't there? There was. But I've uh, honestly. Uh, one of the great benefits about taking a break between seasons yeah. is that I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you. We've sort of forgotten, haven't Oh, we? there was something yeah. about fish. And yeah. That. I think the story got sent to different... Ah, you know, matter. wheels are in motion. We had a know. laugh, didn't we? We, all, we had a laugh. Remember we had a laugh before we realised that it was a lie? Doesn't matter if it's based on lies. <laughs> we had a laugh. Doesn't matter. Write yeah. the podcast ombudsman. The, the Joe Pasquale <laughs> excuse. Doesn't matter. We had a laugh. Doesn't yeah. matter. Mate, I'm just... If you wanted people not to laugh, then that's fine. You know? that's <laughs> yeah, all if right. you're against humour, then that's we, okay. We here at Cinema Swirl are proud to be in the comedy category. <laughs> comedy category on the iTunes. We're in TV and film. 
There isn't even a comedy camera, is there? Oh, no, there is, yeah. But we're not in it when TV. We, we thought we'd go in TV and film to have a better chance of going up, I think. And it works. And it worked. And it worked. worked a treat. So Steve from Australia writes, I've greatly enjoyed the strange food story shared by other fans. Mm. I thought I might share a gross one of my own. The film was Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. And Ooh. it was a memorable movie because it was my first time my six-year-old brother and myself were able to share a large popcorn. Okay. A massive tub full of popcorn was probably several days of salt intake and we wolfed it down. Now I'm assuming that if it was younger and it was that the time frame of that movie, Jimmy Neutron, we're talking early 2000s. Yeah. This could have been the time when there was butter allowed still, I'm guessing. Remember they used to put the butter sauce on the popcorn? I don't remember the butter. Did you ever get butter sauce? I've seen that in American things. In they Ar- put in butter Ireland, on popcorn. we got butter ooze. Ooh. Fucking disgusting and yeah. amazing. It was, it was great. Like, no, I, I'm only familiar with the sweet and salted. I've never had butter involved. Bad. You've been deprived. I've brought my own lure pack in just to <laughs> As soon as the credits began, my little brother held his stomach and let her older brother know he was feeling sick and was going to throw up. So, popcorn box in hand, still half full of popcorn, we rushed to the toilets. They didn't make it. Fortunately, the popcorn box was used as a temporary barf bag and was soon filled with popcorn and puke. Not a good combination. Oh, dear. My brothers left the restroom to put it in a bin and in front of a crowd that had left the cinema had the bottom of the popcorn box collapse from the weight. I'll never forget the sight of the box exploding with popcorn and puke falling on their shoes. My brother was wearing th- <laughs> my brother's wearing those weird thong flip-flop things. Oh, Jesus. As well as several of the other passerbys. Oh, he's in Australia. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. wears flip-flops. Mm. They, the cinema's at the beach there, probably. Because <laughs> you know, we go to the cinema in Christmas, but yeah. it's hot there, isn't it? So yeah, it's at yeah. the beach, you know? Putting the cinema on the barbie. Creating a huge mess and prompting our very sudden urge to escape, running out of there, leaving vomit-coloured footprints in our wake. Uh. So that's my story. If it makes it on the show, I'll make sure to have my brother listen to the fir- to his finest hour. I think he's going to say, the first hour. <laughs> they just switch off <laughs> the bit that's not about me. Oh. Cheers, love Steve. Thanks very much, Steve. Thanks, Steve. I really want to know now if that indeed did have the oily coating because I would imagine that as an emulsion oh that's extra gross yeah well it would act as kind of a a barrier and that you wouldn't have a mixture it would almost repel the uh, the sick like leaving like the symbiote from Spider-Man going you know away from the oily as opposed to the very salty dry popcorn should absorb as a sponge to make kind of puffy like you ever have like corn puffs or sugar puffs so they can absorb milk I imagine be like like that what a terrible thought if you're still listening um (laughs) That better not be a fucking lie, because if that one's not real now, I've just read out a bunch of fucking vor for no reason. <laughs> a bunch of wet and messy fetish fanfic on the start of the podcast. That better shit better be real, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sabotaging us here. Uh, Ashley Clemens writes in helpfully with uh, three numbered questions. Okay. Hi Kevin, Sam and Joe the intern. I have a few questions for you and I want to know if you can answer them for me. As the two of you like to make footy chants for the films that you watch, I want to know if you follow the football at all and if so, what football team you two support. I tend to support whoever David Baddiel supports. That's my <laughs> I mean, I just, he's, he's my spirit animal, Baddiel, in this yeah. sense. You know, so whatever um, the big DB points his finger to, I'm there. <laughs> I'll tell you I support, mate. England. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a round of applause 
for doing a great job with the football there, England. Excellent yeah. footwork. Yes, England, England is who we support. Even Kevin. Even me. I mean, England. I moved over here for the crumpets, but they said to me, who you support? And I go, oh. England. Ar- England. I tried to say Ireland. to go, hey, he's having a bad in this one. But seriously, it's England, right? Yeah. And in the confusion, I just agreed. Yeah. So here we are now. England. 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 There you go. Question number two. Sam, you've mentioned in a previous podcast... Question two. Sam, you've mentioned in a previous podcast that when you were a kid, you wanted to go see a Bond film with your dad. But what I want to know is if you've seen any of the Bond films, play Goldeneye in the N64, and if you've seen the most recent Bond film that had wrestler Dave Bautista in it. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I was very good at Goldeneye on the N64. Really? And I, I, I am terrible at video games. But there's a few where I am just good at them. I will say, Sam is generally terrible at video games, but then yeah. there's a few where he's so good that he's just not fun to play as. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Hey, let's all go around and play Mario Kart. Hey, Adam, who are you going to play? I'm going to be Wario on the uh, little choo-choo. How about you, Sam? Luigi, on this one particular... Specific bi- bike with these specific tyres. You know you know the name of the bike, don't you? I don't, actually. Okay, it's been a while. I just yeah. assume that you, you just kind of don't forget that. Sport bike, I think. And then it was like, you know, after like the fifth or sixth Grand Prix where Sam playing as Luigi in that one specific bike, not getting into character no you know he's not even being Luigi he's yeah. winning all the time stops being fun for you guys doesn't so it? Who do you, who's your main in Goldeneye oh, who's Sean Bean's character oh yeah yeah, yeah, him. yeah yeah I liked him but I, I was good at the story mode oh, I, yeah, I there was levels one. that people couldn't beat and I was like oh get Sam to do it because he's he's excellent at this level the, did you achieve- the cradle to the grave one yeah, yeah, yeah I was one. very good at that did you um, yeah. ever cheat no no have you tried to play Goldeneye recently? Because, I mean, I find even though I don't play a lot of first-person shooters, Goldeneye yeah. was a big, big game for me growing mm. up. And I remember trying to go back and play it. I put on, like, a Goldeneye tournament a few years right. ago. And tried to go out and say, oh, I'll wait to get skilled here. And I was just, like, my right hand just, like... You're not used to it, yeah. Going for this imaginary <laughs> second control stick that doesn't exist anymore. I've got yeah. C up and C down. I've not tried to play it again, but... It's I've, very difficult. I played the one on the Wii that was... The weird remake that's fucking remake. appalling. Yeah, it was Awful, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. But no, I was good at that. Um, I've seen Bond films in my time, and I have seen the new one with Batista. Oh, hey, what do you reckon to Batista? Because I think Batista's... I think he's a good actor, he's just a big dude. Well, that's it. Like, he's yeah. got himself a nice niche carved out there now as the big guy who's either scary or will say something kind of funny. Yeah, and you always need that, and he's now that. And Vin Diesel ain't getting any younger. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> Batista's going to eat him and do his job for him. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Thanks very much for writing in, Ashley Clemens. And your third question, which is, i just seen the latest installment of Rocky films Creed oh I really want to see that mm. movie it's meant to be amazing mm. I want to know if there will be any more reviews of the Rocky films in the near future and a possibility of review of the new as well I like the idea of doing more Rocky movies yeah sure mainly because you liked Rocky I did like Rocky and I don't think I mean like for instance I felt the need to watch another Back to the Future because mm. I thought Back to the Future 2 was better than 1 personally and I felt that strongly enough mm. that we should watch it Indiana Jones the other two people will, will argue they're not as good as the first and you okay. didn't like the first so I'm kind of like mm, what's the mm, point yeah. here but Rocky you really enjoyed and I'll be honest as well I fuck I enjoyed it so much like I, I watched it again like immediately afterwards right, okay. doing cinema stars so I'd love to do the sequels with you yeah sure Rocky's a yeah, because they they get more awesome but worse as they go on. If that makes okay. sense, up until four, then it just goes off a cliff. Okay. Thanks very much for writing in, Ashley Cavins. Good good questions there. Got another one here from John Stoddart. I'll be honest. 
three seasons in, I would have expected the angry, how has he not seen those films <laughs> to stop? But content warning, this okay. is one of those ones. Right. Hi guys, I've been catching up on episodes while I work. Work is in inverted commas. Okay. And he uses... Working that. hard or hardly working, am I right? But Sam, he says he uses that term loosely. Hey. <laughs> so he puts it in inverted commas and uses it loosely. So does that mean he works really hard? <laughs> I've been at work. <laughs> and I use the term loosely because I take I- my job very... <laughs> Very seriously. Uh, I like that. I've wondered what films you have you actually seen, Sam? Like, how can you not have seen any of these films (laughs) you've been watching with Kevin? To quote Wayne Campbell, are you mental? Wow. That's also an inverted commas. Oh, okay. What, mental or are you mental? Are you, the phrase is inverted. Mental. (laughs) Are you mental? And I use that term loosely. That's a great way of getting away with using any terms that some people might find offensive. Just pop that shit in inverted commas. You know? Call them any old fucking thing. Inverted yeah. commas is your is your guarding, your your armour. So am I mental is the question. Is, well, no, that's this, it's an a quote. Off. Yeah. yeah, okay. I've got a mate who was like you, but despite <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've got a mate like you. But despite a DVD collection of over 3,000 DVDs... Holy moly. None of which which are classics or star Arnie, he's just a fucking weirdo. And I couldn't (laughs) introduce him to such classics as Commando and the follow-up Broadway production of Commando, the musical, which is available on YouTube. Anyway, cheers, Sam, because listening to you is like what I wish it would be like if my mate had actually watched those films and wasn't a fucking weirdo. Okay, so I think this is complimentary. I think. I think. I think. Okay, well, thank you for that. Thanks um, for that, John. I mean, I'll be honest, any John Stoddard's mates who are listening, get your fucking shit together, because yeah. he's an upset man. Like, yeah. You know? um, listen to the podcast for a template of how you should be to John, because he's, yeah, he's not happy with you. So is the question, what films have you seen? <laughs> I think the question is, it's not, it's, he's is saying it? thanks. Okay. It's more of a gratitude. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I think his question is not really I think he just wants us to think what we reckon of his mate oh okay I don't know how you can own 3,000 DVDs and not own a single classic I do yeah I think that's how many DVDs has Lee Mack released <laughs> has, have those well, bake off DVDs went into production like we've we've chatted his thing once you get the man who has everything duplicate so I've got a lot of Lee Mack DVDs <laughs> you've got a thousand of Lee Mack's three DVDs I, I've got the box set and I've got them separately without the box and then you've got the bundles yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cut the one. Got the HMV exclusive cover. Cut the you know, one that comes with the Lee Mac finger puppet. You yeah. Know. I mean, one day I hope to meet Lee. I think that would be great. You can, you can sign your get all of those. Case, yeah. Get them all signed. Yeah. All three thousand of those. Oh. Well, thanks for writing in, John Stoddart. But before we get into the meat and veg of our movie, we do have a little bit of important business to talk <laughs> about. Possibly mm-hmm. the most pressing edition of Pepsi Swirl ever. Uh, Pepsi Swirl this week, Sam, yeah. Yep. Welcome to Pepsi Swirl, a lot of people's favourite segment, a very important segment. I always have fun with Pepsi Swirl. Yeah, me me too. It, as well as being part of the Cinema Swirl brand, it's also a, in te- pretty much one of two parts of the Sam Chaplin brand. That's Frozen yeah. Pizza, that's Pepsi, yeah. that's who yeah. I am. Okay. You know, maybe hasn't seen films, sure, but well, mostly it's what I can I, see. I like to think that the brands of the Frozen Pizza and the Pepsi are so strong that they explain the, the tertiary brand of not seeing any movies. 
Yeah, yeah. Where has sure. Sam been all this time? Frozen Pizza and Pepsi. He's, yeah. He's not watched movies. Yeah, that, exactly. That's why. Um, so, it's with a, a heavy heart mm-hmm. that I announce for the listeners at home that as of January the 9th, 2016, not a single drop of that black poison has touched my lips. God damn. Wow. Yeah. Part of me wants to say congratulations, but part of me also wants to know the gory details. But another part of me wants to go, ah, I told you that black liquid was killing you. I'm off the sauce. You're off the sauce. Is this yeah. all Pepsis now, or just all, Pepsi Max? All pe- pe- Pepsi Max. Yeah. All Pepsis. Yeah. All colas? Any caffeinated fizzy drink, I'm off. So, you can have caffeine-free Pepsi? I, I won't. But <laughs> yeah. I simply won't. <laughs> I mean, even when I was enjoying Pepsi, I wouldn't have caffeine-free I was going to say, Pepsi. like, caffeine-free, you were essentially saying... Fucking gross. You're not having... We did the taste test. Yeah. Was... And the caffeine-free was... Ugh. So, what, what brought this about? New Year, New Me. Was Hashtag New Year, New... Uh, yeah. Eight I... days after New Year, New Me. So, I... was it some sort of fucking, <laughs> like... And then, oh, I should probably get my shit together. Um, did you have a very fizzy New Year? Like, was it like a lot of pop drank at the New Year's Eve? No, it wasn't. There wasn't like a a moment where was I went too point? far. <laughs> no, there always has to be a tipping point. Woke up surrounded by empty Pepsi. I'm asking that before when you gave up something as well. It was like cheese or something like yeah, that. Yeah, asked, Was there a tipping point? Because I always like to think that if someone gives something up, there's a moment where you're like, I fucking ugh. Yeah. Because when I became vegan, I had a tipping point. Right. It's when I was preparing veal burritos for myself. And the night before, I had had a a battered black pudding. I was living in Glasgow. It was was me or it was the food was going to go or I was going to go. And that was my (laughs) tipping point. I like it was kind of like, you know what? Yeah, that's awesome. Because I can point back and go, I always paid to eat all this amazing, delicious, bad food. But you didn't have that. No, I knew that I, you know, for a long time I'd been drinking too much Pepsi Max, and so I just one day I think thought, "Fuck it, I'm gonna stop." I, my plan was stop for two weeks. Yeah, see because, how you feel. Because in general, I feel a bit groggy most of the time, and I was like, "I wonder what the issue is here, mm. the underlying issue." I bet it's the Pepsi. So mm. I was like, "I'll stop for two weeks, and if I feel great, then I'll stop forever." Now, what I didn't know at the time was that. The amount of caffeine that I'd been consuming to suddenly stop cold turkey. Now, can we put yeah. perspective for the people at home? Because I mean, like, I mean, no shame here whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, sure. From me, I can't speak for those listeners. They're fucking animals. I can't tell you what they'll say. Yeah. But how much Pepsi would uh, an average, <sighs> an average, an average weekend? How much Pepsi? Would you um, at, at least a two-liter bottle, if not. But more, more, more than more that. that. Yeah. I say that was, was a, would be a day. I think so. Two liters a day. You were asked. This come out serious. Maybe at least. I don't know. It's borderline intervention. It, it was a, it was a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's cold turkey from that is obviously quite a fucking skid on the brakes. Yeah, because that's a lot of caffeine. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize how dependent I was of it to wake up and feel what's alive. The, what's the, like when? Because I remember with the story story told before when you had like Pepsi when I was having my coffee. Like yeah. When when would you have your first Pepsi of the day? Like, like when I woke up. Like, really? It's how people would... You know how people drink coffee? Yeah. They drink it to wake up and they drink it to keep them going through the day. Yeah. That's how I was with Pepsi. So you literally, in the morning before you had breakfast, you would have Pepsi? Yeah. yeah, yeah. God damn, that's so fucking weird because my stomach is so sensitive in the morning. In fact, there'd be times where there's Pepsi beside the bed for when I wake up <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I would prepare that's that in so advance. fucking warm and shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you should... No, thank fucking... 
fucking god you were yeah, yeah god that was to get me out of bed okay. I'd have the Pepsi by the side of the bed sorry if you just joined our film review podcast <laughs> where you were in the midst of a man like talking about how he hit rock bottom <laughs> so anyway cold yeah. turkey what sort of symptoms are we going for um there's headaches, headaches yeah headaches just all like stomach ache there's like diarrhea I think or no constipation the list of symptoms that I looked up after it started happening yeah. is horrendous for caffeine withdrawal so it was two whole weeks of feeling like absolute dog turd because I think if you withdraw from anything yeah there'll be that because I went I, I remember when I did the vegan gimmick yeah. I went cold turkey as well and fuck me I had a lot of meat I mean I went through meat withdrawal dairy withdrawal you know every yeah. kind of fucking withdrawal all at once and I remember I was bedridden and I had like, a friend's birthday I really wanted to go to and I literally couldn't because I was like you know so cold <laughs> yeah there's like two weeks of pretty much constant headache oh it's the fucking worst yeah because you're not actually it's not like a bug that you've got no. you're, it's just your body being shit and the the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the thing is I think like during those two weeks if I'd have had Pepsi I would have felt temporarily okay again so I was a brave boy for not having Pepsi and now I'm just no, not no I'm like not, yeah. be able to resist Sorry, just a... Uh... Oh, that's cold. Um, Be able to resist temptation. That is cold, Kevin. Kevin's having the <laughs> contents of the last bottle of Pepsi Max I have left. I was going to say, yeah, I kind of feel like yeah. it's a bit of a Viking funeral here. Uh, you know? So, yeah, no, but since that two weeks, I felt okay, not yeah. excellent, and I've just been drinking lots of water, and that's it now, I Are think. you going to go back? It might happen. I don't want to. <laughs> Are you feeling generally... So the bad stuff has passed. Yeah. You got sick, though, didn't you? You had, like, a cold recently. I did, Lowered yeah. defences. Ah, you got sick. You got sick. Yeah, so I don't yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Like, the, the plan was, I'll stop drinking Pepsi, see if I feel better overall. But as I, it stands, you've not actually settled down yet. I feel the same, but I sleep better. I think that's the main thing. I was going to say, oh, you're probably saving loads of money, but I think one of the reasons why you drink so much Pepsi is that it's constantly on offer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, because I wonder to think if there's any, like, triggers then, because it's not like, kind of like, oh, you know, I've had friends who wanted to give up cigarettes, and then, like, stress comes, or going out comes, and then it's like, boom, right back to it. Yeah. But I'm wondering now what might be triggers for, I mean, I imagine Cinema Swirl itself is a massive fucking trigger. Yeah, pouring out a glass for you then, it's <laughs> a little bit That's difficult. fucking hard. It was, the, it's like an instinct thing to just put it in my, in my face. <laughs> You're mad. Yeah. Like, when there was a glass of Pepsi Max there, it's been ages since I've done that, and I've nearly just <laughs> took a it's like a cat like you know just like I don't know ruining something yeah well that's amazing so is that the last ever um, for the foreseeable future I've went through some personal changes myself in the history of doing podcasts but I've never announced any of them on 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 air so to speak because you know I'm always just was of the belief that if someone's going to hold me to task over a promo that Triple H cut like fucking 19 years ago or whatever that if I was to say something I did in my personal life would be a similar level of scrutiny I didn't want that so are you prepared for people to come in and be like oh you still off Pepsi Sam didn't think about it until now I was going to say well I mean if you do relapse and that's another edition of Pepsi Swirl isn't it yeah there we go that's the bright side content if it all goes wrong at least we've got a great feature for a future episode exactly I mean we can revisit this down the line when you're a broken man yeah exactly and uh, Sam how many glugs would you give um, going through withdrawals 
for not um, having any more Pepsi Max. I think I give that minus two glugs. Minus two yeah. glugs. Those oh, it was horrendous. Glug rating ever. See, I was expecting now Sam to be like, you know, I'm coming to the, the room and he'll be in the corner like, what are you doing? I'm just putting on lip balm. Like, well, show it to me. <laughs> All right, it's Pepsi Max lip balm. I hate this house. Uh, running away. Oh, but actually, the worst thing was um, going to Nando's. I went to Nando's and just having tap water. Oh! From the fizzy machine. That's... Oh, anywhere you go. Like, like shit places to eat. Like, you know, your McDonald's's, your Burger King's, your Nando's. Yeah. Your Five Guys. You got fizzy drinks there. I'll be honest. I mean, I went through a similar thing when I was like 16, 17. I was... Vanilla Coke came out two litres oh. a day. I was in a oh, bad so fucking good. way. So good. Yeah. So, so... It's sweeter than normal Coke. Yeah. And this is bef- this is the limited edition one that came out, which was sweeter. It was the American one. So mm-hmm. it was sweeter than the one that's out now. And I was in a bad way. And I gave up all fizzy drinks carte blanche. Yeah. Three or four years later, though, I was able to, like, have a can of Coke. And I'm still like that. I will have a glass of Pepsi yeah. when I come to your... But I'm not... I've got that shit monkey off my back, as okay. they say. So there is hope. Okay. There is hope for this segment. Yeah. I'm just saying this now. I can know. I'm like, fuck it. We're Pepsi. This podcast is really <laughs> it's ruined. Ruined. <laughs> ruined. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Ned Gage, the meat of the matter. Let's talk about some films. Let's talk about some films. <laughs> well, I mean, the reason we had that distraction there is, I mean, we've talked about Arnie at length before. Yeah. We, 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 we know the man. Arnie is, is, is an important man in my life, as, as you're, you're probably aware. I mentioned before, Predator is the first movie I ever saw when I was like two or three years old. Right. My dad put this movie on. Mm. And my brother, who would have been like five or six at the time, lost his shit. He was so scared of this movie. Okay. And he ran out of the room screaming. I didn't know it was necessarily scary. Oh, it was, it was kind of would have been billed as, like, in the same breath as Alien in a way. At okay, the time, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the unknown and there was a lot of mystery surrounding the Predator at the yeah. time. So, obviously, we've talked about Arnie. You know about the man himself. He's yep. awesome. I'm looking forward to doing more Arnie. I think Predator is possibly his best role. Okay. His best non-Terminator, because everyone knows him as the Terminator, yeah. don't they? But this is like, straight up, this is what Arnie is. Okay. You know, in his non-robotic way. An mercenary, action man. An action man. Yeah. You know, green beret, that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> what do you know about Predator, though? Ve- I know what Predator looks like. How do you um, know what Predator looks like? Because at Edinburgh Festival, I was wondering if you were going to tell the story. Are, there was a man who would be dressed as Predator. That was his shtick. It's just that he was Predator. Our shtick just... was that we handed out flyers for our comedy show, yeah. Fringe. His shtick was that he was Predator for money. He got a lot of money. A lot. Was he got a lot more money than? Well, we, we got yeah, something. No, he, he probably yeah, did. He yeah. did. We weren't Predator, mate. No, we should have no. dressed up as Predator, yeah. shouldn't we? We should have done. So yeah, there was that's like a street performer being Predator, taking photos, and I was like, "Is that?" And like, yeah, that's, that's Predator. <laughs> And I, you know, I've seen him in. Uh, so, how would you things. describe how he looks? Dreadlocks, kind dreadlocks. of. Yeah, like yeah. A Gary dreadlock, like humanoid looking. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're preying on the the scariest thing of all, which is the scariest thing in the known universe is a white guy with dreadlocks. Yeah, come and talk to you about how Pringles have no nutrients in them or some. I'm shit. not really sure what color he is. Because <laughs> the one we predator. saw was like a, a metal predator, wasn't there? Some yeah, shit, wasn't it? yeah, it was all like it wasn't a straight cut. Here's the predator. No. Do you know anything about what the predator can do? Like, why is the predator a? Um, uh, why, no. why is he a, a scary? Well, he's gonna get you. That's his. 
Oh uh, well, you know he's he's a he's a predator. Yeah, okay. He's gonna attack you. Yeah, and you're the prey. The prey. Okay. Of the predator. Of the predator. <laughs> That's what Arnie is, I think, in this film. I don't. So I don't Arnie know what is he the is. prey in this case. Well, the predator's the predator. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's and true. Arnie's not the predator. So, any idea of the story then? How, how does Arnold Schwarzenegger find himself mono e mono with a predator um, to I- catch a predator? <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. It was going to come eventually. No, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not wrestling a bunch of pedophiles in the jungle. <laughs> Get it out of your head. Pitch that to Hollywood, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what the plot is. I know it's in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Is this the Chopper movie? Yes! Yeah, this is the Chopper movie. Right, he gets there via helicopter. Probably gets out of there via helicopter. And how do you know that Hence, again? Get to the Chopper, said Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or said everyone doing an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Yeah. Get to the chopper because it's not a tumor. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The chopper. That, yeah. He's in the jungle. Yeah. They've, they've got fun and games. Okay. Yeah. They've got everything you want. Yeah. No, the you names. do guns and no guns and <laughs> guns and noses. Like, shows you how much I know my rocket or roll. Any idea what brought Arnie to the jungle on this trip? And is it just Arnie? Has he got any mates? Oh, I'm guessing he's got a troop of, you know, buddies who yeah. are going to get this. But I think he's the main one. He's like the... Well, I don't know. He might not be the boss. He might just be a good one. Do you get intimidated by, I mean, like, groups of physically fit men? Because there's a lot of that in this movie. I'd Do see. I get intimidated? As in, kind of, if you see a lot of really physically fit men, like, just yeah. on top of things, generally... In, in the context of a movie, you're kind of like, oh, you know? Uh, yeah? Yeah? Question mark. Because well, there's a lot, I mean, you know the way at the start of Commando, there was a lot of just straight up flexing. Big fucking lads. Yeah. And a lot of kind of like, hey, that's some body you got on you there. That kind of, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That Arnold Schwarzenegger, totally heterosexual. Yeah. How dare you suggest otherwise? Yeah, no, that's fine. In yeah. your face masculinity. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Does the name Jesse the Body Ventura ring any bells for you? Wrestling. He is wrestling, yes. Yes. Do you know anything about him at all? No. Okay, he's in this movie, right. and I will say he is a contender for the most fascinating man who has ever lived. Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse the Body Ventura. Right. Okay, just try to see from his performance, he's he's lived in many roles in his life. One uh-huh. of them obviously actor, one of them obviously as wrestler. Well, wrestler. Okay. But other things, so see if you can guess what they are. Was he still wrestling while he was in this? He was moved on to commentating at this point. Right, okay. So, yeah. This was the 80s. This was in the early 80s. Right, yeah, So okay. short Schwarzenegger, very much established box office draw at this point. Yeah. And this was a big fucking deal, this movie. Okay. Oh my, I'm so excited. Predator is one of my favourite movies of all time. But I don't, I really don't know what happens other than there's Arnie in the jungle. Yeah. There's a helicopter. Yeah. And there's the Predator. There might not, there might be more than one Predator. There could be Predators. Ah, uh, okay. Have you seen, you haven't seen like Alien vs. Predator or any of that trash, have you? I've not seen them. I, you I know, know of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's good that you've not been spoiled by that fucking shit. Okay. Because that is like... So do they, so they exist in the same universe? Yeah. What I will say though, I mean... But it's not Ridley Scott or anything. It's not to do... Oh no, they're, they're, I mean, the same universe in that in this universe, aliens and predators exist. Okay. But, you know, yeah, Ridley ain't gonna be fucking high five and already in this if that's what you're wondering. Okay. Although that would be an awesome movie. Yeah. Get on it, Holly. High five and Arnie beating up some pedos. I like that. Yeah. Easy peasy. Well, let's go uh, do a cinema swirl. So, Predator. 
Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy it? Yes. You uh, claimed towards the end that it yeah. got very different. It did get different towards well, the end. What did you mean by that? The third act, I guess. The bit where it's just Arnie and the Predator felt very different in tone from the rest of where the film. Where it was mono e mono. Yeah. So overall, was it an enjoyable experience? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The blood yeah. was pumping, I think. Yes. Ah. The glow-in-the-dark blood was pumping. Yeah, glow-in-the-dark blood, not to be confused with the acid blood. Lots of different types of blood mm. uh, in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Predator, which opened up uncharacteristically with a shot of space. Yeah, space movie. Didn't realise this was sci-fi. Yeah, because at the start, it was all like space. And then... A spaceship went past, and I went, yeah. And as that happened, Sam went, Oh, it's just like Star Wars, that. And I had to come clean that I I knew you'd made the noise, I just said it looked like Star Wars. It did, it looked the trick to do a good Star Wars noise is to pretend that you're moving when you're not, right? So you just go, No, it's not good, but even actually move to the left for your microphone if you happen to be doing it in a recording environment, yeah. It works really, really well. Also, as well, if you're drawing a tie fire with a pen. Smear it with uh, with your finger, and it looked like it's in Moving. motion. Uh. I ruined many a German dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in space? There, there's a spaceship. Yeah. drops something off. Yeah, that falls onto Earth. Uh huh. Is that the Predator? Yeah. Okay, that's not confirmed, is it? But that's what we're. we're you're like, it mean, will. Just, it will be confirmed. It could. It could be the thing from the thing as well. That's also been <laughs> dropped off. They're carpooling. You know. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah, okay. the, the whole point of the Predator, I guess, in some ways, is that it's not kind of, this is the there from the da, 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 da galaxy, and he's come to get us because it is, you know, it's meant to yeah. be alluded to, pieced together. So that minute in space is as close to an origin story as we get. Yeah, for this he's film. come from space. Right. He's not of this world. He is otherworldly. I'm saying he. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. It's not of this world. All we know is that there's definitely males and females in other planets. <laughs> that's all we know for sure. But yeah, that's why I kind of like, I guess, with the Predator, you know, a lot like, as you mentioned once in the, one of the first episodes of Cinema Swirl, that was like diminishing returns. <laughs> but I felt that with Predator, the less mysterious it got, the less fun it got. Yeah. As soon as you started seeing, like, this is the Predator homeworld, or this is what they... It's like, you know what, you tell, the more you tell me, the less interesting it okay. is. When it's just kind of like, oh, has that even been dropped off from space? Whoa, what's that? Yeah. Whoa. That's, that's the mystery of the Predator. That's the kind of... Again, like Alien. Yeah. The original Alien, it's, it's just an alien. You don't know where it's you don't from, know where what it's it is. You just know it's fucking alien. It's weird. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. And again... It's same with this. Same with this. But again, when you went to like, but you read Alien 4 and you're cloning and cross-breeding, it's kind of like, ah, oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, this is what's, what's important. We also get introduced to the other large component of this movie... Not to be confused with the aliens, it's what can only be best described as the lads. Yeah, the bloody lads. The bloody lads. Coming out of a chopper. Try, get that cheap off of the water. <laughs> go where we want to, because we're the lads, aren't we? I like the music during that bit, the kind of intro music. What the... the that? <laughs> and then there's the percussion bit that sounds like me calling my cat in. Is the noise you call your cat in? You shake it a big box of cat treats. That's no. what that noise sounds like. Just you go The cat's like, oh, I haven't even come in yet. You're already telling me to be quiet. I think I'll stay outside. <laughs> <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he's the cool one, like sits back. 
a know, cigar. I said Arnold Schwarzenegger sucks a big dick, but <laughs> upon retrospect, it was actually well, a cigar. Yeah. A stogie. I can't stop thinking about how gross cigars are. They're fucking horrible. Yeah. So it's the, the casual nature with which he's just smoking a cigar. But that's, you know, that's classic badass, isn't it? I guess. I mean, like, I went through, like, a brief kind of, oh, something to celebrate. Let's all smoke a cigar. Yay. Because yeah. it was, like, the idea of everyone having, you know, we all go outside, I'll have a cigar. It's kind of this communal thing. Oh, but it's one of my favourite things at like any kind of party or gathering. If someone's like got a cigar and they're smoking a cigar and they think like that's like, oh, I'm having a cigar. Well, I don't think it's a high sophistication, but I did think previously that it was kind of like a, well, it doesn't mean we can't chomp on them, you know. It's kind <laughs> that's of, heresy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to, want to imitate Groucho Marx at a party, yeah. that's how you do it. But I guess I've seen a lot of people with... There's cigars and there's stogies. Right. No one's ever going to mix up a cigar that I've ever had at a party with, with a black man's penis. No. Like, like I, I did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a massive cigar, It is a very big... I mean, that cigar could have a vein at wood. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen people who have had these really big, disgusting cigars. And, like, they, they treat them with such, like, contempt. Like, I saw a guy who's smoking these big cigars... And he's like, oh, we have to go in here now. Like, oh, okay. And he put it out on the side of the fucking road. Oh. And then he took it out later and lit it up again. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Yep. Sorry, can you finish up your hot dog? Yeah, just a second. Two bites and smear <laughs> on the fucking asphalt. <laughs> then later on, ooh, look who's got a treat. <laughs> so Arnie and his group of merry men, they're a rescue team, not assassins. And they've been called in to save a cabinet minister. This, this whole business... Mm. Essentially, this cabinet minister, which has been trapped behind enemy lines and has been captured by the MacGuffin crew of rebels. I did ask at the start if it was a MacGuffin, the whole thing, and you're like, oh, I'm not telling. (laughs) Oh, maybe the predator (laughs) is actually referring to the predatory nature of the guerrilla tactics of the rebels in this place. Sadly, the lad who was in Edinburgh Fringe dressed yeah. up was not dressed up as, as the a concept. concept. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't bring in as much money. No, no it does seem um, like we're kind of like, oh god, there are a lot of rebels. We don't know where they are. Arnie looks a bit like a kind of frat bro in this photo because he's got like a red polo and his hair looks quite good. And he does. Yeah. Special ops in their downtime look good. Yeah. That much we've learned from this. It's a nice shirt. Dylan! You son of a bitch! <laughs> that fucking handshake, high five, arm wrestle thing. Yeah, was ludicrous, but amazing. I For really enjoyed the longest it. time. I thought that was like the height of unintentional comedy. Because like when someone's writing that, they're gonna go, "Would be funny if like they had this like ridiculous hand flex pose thing, and then they started arm wrestling each other without a table." <laughs> I think that's the funniest bit. That's the funniest bit. But what, can you arm wrestle? Not really. No. Not really. Because you just kind of topple over. If you really yeah. go for it properly, you'll just fall over. Mm. But the idea of them writing, they kind of go, yeah, this will show that they've, number two things. Number one, that there's a bit of competition between them, but also that they're in really good shape. I think it's really important strong, that, yeah. that we let know from the outset that Arnie is not just glamour muscles. Yep. He has got core strength. <laughs> but just when you see that fucking melon bulging in his arm with that bicep <laughs> and that fucking <laughs> slap that sounds like thunder being whipped by a, by a whip. Like, it's just, my God. <laughs> Did you ever hear when I tried to do that on stage as like a stand-up thing? No. It came out that Martin McGuinness from the IRA... Right. And Sinn Féin had met with the Queen of England 
and they shook hands. Now, obviously, as an Irishman, I view this to be an incredibly culturally relevant thing. Yeah, yeah. So as you do, you want to make a bit of a joke about it. But obviously, I didn't count on the fact that no one in England gave a shit. No, and not you, at you're, all. you're completely blank. You even know Martin McGuinness Don't know who is. you're talking about. Yeah, who? Queen? What? What? <laughs> I, I, what I did was I came up and I was like, oh, I, I'm going to replicate exactly how it happened. I want to get an old lady who looked like the queen in the audience and do, Dylan, you son, McGuinness, you son of a bitch. What's the matter? IRA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> no one got what, it. What's with this tie business? No, what's this tie business? <laughs> uh, no one got Pat it. Pat Collar. <laughs> no, I did no one get it. Also, I think I heard the old lady's hand. <laughs> An Irishman came on stage, started talking about the IRA, and then slapped an old lady. And then hurt, hurt her hand. Just when we thought we were finished with all this IRA malarkey, another one of them comes up on stage and starts, well, we're not going to bomb your businesses, but we are going to hurt your elderly's arms. Then you'll be able to cut out coupons and, and do scratch card. You'll hate it. we the worst. We also get introduced to uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes. What a man. What a silly man. What yeah. a silly man. <laughs> well, I wanted to know if you could guess any of Jesse the Body Ventura's past jobs based on what you saw here tonight. Wrestler. Wrestler. I know that one. Yeah. Actor. I know that one. Yeah. Now, I think I may know the other one. Mm-hmm. Was he a governor? He was. He was yeah. governor of Minnesota. Uh, as well as being and mayor. Ar- Arnie was a governor. Arnie was governor as well. California. Two of these guys in this movie... Went on to political. Went on to become... like, And I know for a fact... Because, I mean, I've had mates in America who've had to kind of go... No, 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 seriously. Governor is like a state in America. I mean, most states are like at least the size of the UK, I would say. Or, yeah. or England at the very least. And you're in charge of that state. So they're basically Jesus. like in charge of as many people as most presidents and prime ministers are. And two lads from Predator. Yeah. And apparently as well, Jesse was fucking awesome at it. Yeah. He was all spoke his mind and didn't So that mind. was after this? That was after this. Yeah. 1998, I believe. Right. <laughs> Special guest referee, the main event of SummerSlam, while still in office. Really? What a hero. Oh, what a fucking hero. That's great. And yes, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger as well, governor of California. Yeah. Which famously. Was just a famously to give a boost to his acting career, which he's yeah. done well since. So, yeah. 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 Is, but, Je- is Jesse the Body Ventura the one that says, what, is he chewing He's tobacco? He's eating his chewing tobacco, which he says will make you a sexy T Rexy or okay. a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. And not a, a slack jawed faggot. Not a said. slack jawed faggot. Oh, no. a God. Bit, bit of salt and pepper on your Don't like that there, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So, yeah, th- that's not even Jesse Ventura's most interesting job that he's had, though. He's had two other jobs, which I would argue are more interesting than either of them. Okay. Those. He was IRL uh, Navy SEALs Special Ops. Right. So he was, like, in the army, but, like, special, special, covert, as in, like, these guys here yeah. in this movie. Pre-wrestling? Pre-wrestling. Right, okay. And guess what his speciality was? Underwater demolitions. Wow. As in, no, I'm not describing the latest action man that you've got to get your hands on. As in, this was a real person. Underwater demolitions. That's cool. I like to think that he just, like, had most of his days were off because there weren't too many. Have the the Russians built any aqua bases? No, it's all on land, mate. (laughs) (laughs) They look, Russia's snow. We've got to start a war with Atlantis before we need you. So, or Sea Lab. So, his other job, conspiracy theories. As a job, as a, well, he, he did a TV show about it. Okay, yeah. Jesse so, Ventura's conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. 
Wow. What a fucking life. What an interesting man. Yeah. Yeah. He even had Oliver Stone's child be on it as one of his researchers. Wow. He did one about like the lizard conspiracy, about yeah, how yeah. lizards control everything. Well, you the know, David Icke thing. Yeah, he's exactly <laughs> the David Icke thing. You know, I've been a professional wrestler for 22 years. I ain't seen no lizards walking around. And this guy goes, well, actually, uh, Jesse, turns out that like 17% of all Americans believe that we're secretly controlled by lizards. He ought to know. He's Oliver Stone's kid. <laughs> so, you know, the, Jesse's got a, a very interesting man. I, I'm basically uh, taking it aside in every podcast I've ever done to, to explain. explain why Jesse. But I do think it's important to know that he is a very interesting what man. What a life. What yeah. a life. Wow. You can have two of those jobs and that would be the most interesting life ever. Yeah. He's had four of them. Holy four? Shit. That's amazing. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he also chews chewing tobacco, which is gross. Yes, yeah, everyone's passing up on uh, that. Everyone's like, no, thank you. I don't want yeah. chew. I don't want mouth cancer. Thanks very much. And there's uh, Hawkins? Yeah. Who? The nerd. The nerd? It was still big, you know, tough nerd. <laughs> I love their idea of a nerd is like fucking Strong. Michael Phelps. Bunny yes. <laughs> Strong nerd. Who keeps making... Vagina jokes. Big yeah. vagina jokes. Yeah. Different big vagina jokes. He's not just got one that he he's got variations on a theme. It's That's like, his only humor. It's is like just, Larry David is like tagged along with like, <laughs> my wife's got a pretty big pussy. You know? We don't care. We're going into a jungle to rescue a cabinet minister. He doesn't do a single other joke. It's always like vagina based humor. Yeah, not yeah. not even just vagina based. Big vagina based, referring to his own girlfriend. Yeah. What a He's got a tight five on big vaginas. What a well-written character. Seriously, well thought out. <laughs> so they land in the jungle, and we have our half-Native American, half-Italian, interesting fellow. Is this a, He's called Billy. Yeah. Uh, Billy tracks the gorillas who are mm. uh, of attracted to the cabinet minister. Because obviously, because he's a Native American character in an action movie, he has to be able to track shit. Yeah. It's the way it is. He's a very interesting fellow as well. Also, <laughs> notice my tone of voice when I use interesting there. Not interesting, is it? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. interesting, uh, well, interesting the, the actor? The actor, yeah. yeah. Also tried to go for political office. Oh, okay. Multiple times. What is it about this film? Yeah, he's a bit different. He's, 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 oh. he's got more of an ethnic cleansing of, of people who are or Muslim kind of platform. Oh. Bit of a racist. Okay. An angry, daft racist. Right. And also as well, allegedly, on the shooting of this movie, because yeah. he was such a fucking like, angry fellow, they had to get special handlers so that he wouldn't go and fight everyone because he kept getting in fights. Jesus. Tense! There you go. <laughs> but thankfully, he didn't become uh, no, governor or right. anything like that. Phew. Yeah. So Billy does his tracking, and he eventually finds a bunch of skinless men. Yeah, now I found a lot of parallels throughout this film with the television series Lost, of which I'm a fan. Of which Sam is desperately, in every movie we watch, trying to bring Lost into it. <laughs> if um, there is one to be found, we will find it. Like. You know, them coming down on the helicopters felt very much like season four of Lost, yeah. where, you know, the debut of Daniel Faraday, uh, Miles, Charlotte, those characters coming in. A Faraday keeps the uh, plot device at bay. Or? It sure does. It brings time travel to the island for some reason. Anyway, there's a lot of that kind of stuff, and the, the nature of Predator, mm. his movements, how people react to him, the location, a jungle, and the thing that he can pick up things that you say and repeat them mm. is a lot like the smoke monster. It's very so very much <laughs> like the smoke monster that I'm thinking Lost, the creators of Lost may have. 
Uh, I ripped just, that off wholesale. Well, what I find kind of like at the start, particularly yeah, we mentioned, it's like guys in the jungle who are there to do a job or like kind of seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. But then it's like, but we can't explain this. Mm. I know that's a very broad thing to accuse someone of nicking. But I mean, I'm sure but there's were, more details. That there's a lot of details. Same, particularly yeah. the smoke monster. You're right in terms mm. of like, oh, the jungles come to life. Clicky noises, weird noises, and then little the repetitions. The repetition, the, yeah, particularly, and the kind of mechanical nature. To yeah, it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Love lost, mate. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. as much as the uh, creators of Lost love Predator. <laughs> <laughs> So we have all these skinless men, and the scary thing about them is that they are apparently U.S. soldiers. Yeah, it's very gross. That fucking discovery. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and at this point as well, we get our first of many infrared shots. Yeah, it's got a heat vision, right? <laughs> My brother was scared of heat vision. I what he was. And that's it is scary. Is it? Well. Uh, yeah, I uh, think I'm so. I'm just sorry, but I can't see any logical or rational reason for a five-year-old child to be scared of it. Because um, you can't hide if you're hot. That's true. I've said that all my life. Um, no, like, <laughs> yeah, I think hiding in plain sight. This the scary nature of it is that it's a different sense that we don't have. Yeah, and that we can't. Well, we think we can't disguise yeah, like, yeah. you know if, you, if you're a human and you're alive you're gonna give off heat oh, it's the idea of being detected yeah you know, not it, just by trumps and burps but you, by you literally uh, can't hide because they have a whole different sense that we, oh. we're not privy to I think that's where the fear would come from I think so and it looks weird doesn't it it does yeah all the colours you wouldn't have seen that you know back yeah. in the day you it's know. a bit Windows Movie Maker at times isn't it <laughs> like just whack on some effects see what happens <laughs> inverse it like yeah Mac goes to uh, Dylan who has uh, joined him on the expedition uh, Dylan, of course, being a no good CIA, what's this Thai business agent type who's joining them. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, masterfully playing it here. Mm. And again, our old friend from from Commando appears again. He's playing Mac. Very, very sweaty man. Very sweaty. Fucking sweating profusely in this movie. Everyone's sweaty in this movie, but he is particularly sweaty. He's sweaty, and and, and Mr. Duke is very... um, for lack of a better term, he is very creepy in this movie as well. He whispers yeah. every line. Yeah, like when yeah. he goes up to, to, to Dylan and goes, You're ghosting us, motherfucker. If you do that again, I'm going to kill you. So I'm going to bleed you. I'm going to bleed you, yeah. that's it. Ugh. Bleed you real slow and quiet. Intense, I think. <laughs> it's very yeah. intense, yes. So they find the rebel base. Little shanty town. Little shanty town. Kind of like the others in Lost, just saying. Just Go saying, on. anyway. Uh, they find this rebel base, and I do recall turning to you go, oh, this bit is really fun. Yeah. And if you're honest, you're only ever going to see one sequence from one action movie from the 80s that sums up the excess and the, I don't see, why do you think this is funny? This is how it should be. This is how action yeah. fighting happens. Then it should be this scene. Because this scene <sighs> is fucking incredible. It's... It's hilarious in a way. There's lots of booms. Because it's so quiet before and they're doing that little crawling through the leaves. Five meter spread, hold my hand up, put my finger in there. Like you do all these hand signals and and shit. Crawl down through the and you said, Oh, they're very quiet, aren't they? They're literally (laughs) like like mice go sail through the drift. Drift in. I just love the idea of the fact that they're all like they're kinda like, Okay, nobody move. Now Because like there's some sneaky kills. That's fine. Kill everything, then. And then Arnie goes in, lifts up a van. In his face, when he's lifting up the van, is hilarious. But he just lifts up this van. Van goes in. He's like, right 
now shit's gonna hit the fan. You Let's all go love. mental. The bomb that he throws in the back mental. of the van. The bomb that he throws in the back of the van has got the silliest sound effect. Yeah. Like they did these covert, undercover black ops type guys have got bombs that go when he presses the button. <laughs> I'm going to blow up now. <laughs> And yeah, he throws the the, the car. That yeah. goes a boom. One of the young boys has got a grenade launcher of yeah. sorts. Which, again, every tower gets blown up. Jesse Ventura takes out his weapon. Everyone's got their own special weapon. Big, loud fucking He's got weapon. a minigun. Yeah, I think during the sequence I just wrote down fucking hell. Just in big letters. <laughs> like, it's silly. It's silly action, but it's great. When things are being blown up by grenades and everything that's not being blown up by a grenade is literally being like eroded by a yeah. hail of minigun fire. It's quite a scene. A lot of dust. Very dusty afterwards. A lot of, dust. a lot, a lot of people die. It's quite grim. Uh, there's lots of people burning to death. But it, it it's kind of counteracted by just the shooting and screaming. I was and gonna say it's not as like it's not as hokey as the commando kills no. sequence where these guys in silly wigs, yeah, clearly making up the ranks. Mm. Whereas here, little fewer guys, they can set them on fire. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit more love and care with the disembodiment of these random non-named rebels and mm. whatnot. And so it's all very uh, intense and loud and silly. And then Arnie starts just. Going on a little catchphrase combo. He takes a step to one side and kind of, he's like, in this scene I want to show that I have comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And he just pulls out some fucking one-liners. Yeah. Stick around. Stick around after he... Impale someone with a knife. And a machete, which he throws. He doesn't even, I love the, he doesn't even look properly. He does it. He's like, stick around, you know. I mean, stick around. It's not like he killed him with a stick. It's just like he's going to stay there. It doesn't work Stick very around. well. It doesn't, because I mean, like... There's the not cla- enough to it. The, cla- the classic Bond would like, oh, I think you got the point. You know, that kind of, that's where you're going for. You know, I'm making a quip at his expense. I'm not just saying something, going, ah. What's the big commando one? Thing? Oh, let off some steam. Yeah. See, now that works, that because works there because is that, steam. He is, it has to be a phrase for you to turn it. Yeah. You know, stick around. stick around is not. I mean, and then on. he comes in through a door and says, "Knock, knock, <laughs> knock, knock." <laughs> I mean, stick around. If it was an adhesive-based death, <laughs> yeah, you fucking someone had drowned in glue. And yeah, like, stick around. Threw a little solvent at him or yeah. something like. Stu- you know that maybe. But uh, come on. Knife to meet you, you know, there you go. I need to stick something up on the wall. Have you got a machete to hand? Because <laughs> I just feel like it's not sticking and I feel I need to, you know. They find a lady and my yeah. God, I mean, you want to talk about fucking writers being dragged, kicking and screaming that this just reeked of, you had to have a woman in this movie. So here she is. So she's one of the, the gorillas. No? Yeah. Well, she lives in the gorilla village. The best I can ascertain from it, I have watched this movie, I will say, just I was very nonchalant about this movie at the start because I feel I've mentioned Predator so many times mm. in previous episodes, but I have seen this movie a legitimate hundred times. Mm. Like, that is, it is the go-to Arnie movie. A legit hundo. Uh, a, a sweet hundo. <laughs> right. Okay. But I can tell you, for the life of me, it's never been made clear to me the fuck who, who she's meant to be. I, the best I can ascertain is that you know the way, like, bike gangs have got, like, old ladies? Is that who she is? I think that's what she's basically, like, the Gorilla Rebels' best gal. So she's not a ho- She's one of them. She's not a hostage or anything. I don't know. She's not a hostage because they keep saying that, oh, she'll give her... She'll give, give her away her position yeah. and all this stuff. So she's with them. There's no real explanation of who she and is. And she doesn't even speak for, like, three quarters of the flick. What? The- yeah, right. Now, okay. So she doesn't have a name for ages. Um, and then she does. But... 
she can speak English, yeah. but doesn't yeah. for ages. But that might be because she doesn't know I think it's that... just like cover kind of. Yeah. Style. I can't speak English, I can't be tortured, I can't be made to Okay, to say yeah, things. yeah. Fair so enough. I think it was only be- once it became apparent that But that means because kind of... you can't learn anything about No. <laughs> no. I mean, like, the name is like a fucking... It's like, oh. oh okay. <laughs> Later yeah. on, I think it's Anna. Yeah. I think. Anna. But, you know, Anna. there you go. Yeah. So they find this lady... Yes. And we also at this point get one of the most famous lines in the movie, which is Jesse Ventura, who informs us that he ain't got time, time to, to bleed. bleed. <laughs> it's the name of his autobiography. Really? I ain't got time to bleed. Oh. The other one being, don't start the revolution without me. So he he evolved a lot, doesn't he? Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. He has uh, left the United States and lives off-grid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, in Mexico, as far as I know. Off grid. So we get the MacGuffin reveal, don't we, Mm -hmm. from uh, Mm -hmm. from Carl Weathers. Well, the cabinet minister, the whole business, it was just a... He cooked up a story. A ruse! He cooked up a story and dropped the six of them in a meat grinder. Yeah. So it was uh, pretty much... uh, I don't know if Arnie's seen a meat grinder, but that looks like a jungle to me. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) You walk into a meat grinder, there's loads of, like, exploded rebel... You know, resources. What kind of meat grinder is this? Yeah, that's... Son of a bitch, you set us up! Yeah, Carl Weathers in this film always looks to me like he's going to cry. He's got very glassy eyes. He's got, like, sweaty eyes. Yeah. It's it's weird. He, I mean, he's, he's quite slick. Mm. In this, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, do you see? He's got a uh, perspiring eyes. Maybe. I'm not. He's got like hot what a, eyes. What a song that was. <laughs> perspiring eyes. Hungry eyes and the less important follow up. <laughs> perspiring, perspiring eyes, like less attractive. The uh, mm. perspiring eyes and the hungry eyes. Yeah. What happened to you, Dylan? You used to be someone I could trust, and he says it it's so disheartedly. It's mm. like, oh, he was almost going to say you used to be, be cool, cool, man. <laughs> At this point, as well. As they're all clearing off, they decide yeah. they're going to go to the extraction point. It's basically the whole thing is that it's a setup because they're not there to set up the cabinet minister. They're there because people they send to get keep getting killed, and, then and it, they don't know why. Yeah, so, so they're trying, find out why. Trying to find out, right? As they're all you know chucking off, yeah, trying to you know get to the to the chopper. Is, mm. is their eventual goal in this one? Yeah, we do get to see more you know infrared footage and the predator. You do get to see his hand as he picks up a scorpion. Yeah, because there fun. was some scorpion interaction between. Uh, yeah, scorpion was crawling on Dylan, and uh, then Matt uh, got him. Matt got it. Yeah, and then they pick up that anytime, anytime. anytime. That's the bit the predator picks up. But, yeah, he picks that up. He also picks up another another pussy joke that is told, <laughs> and like Billy, like he knows sells it, and then all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> Have you ever known someone with a really fucking annoying laugh? No, because I I've like I knew someone who has an, a laugh so annoying that we used to strategically be like be unfunny. <laughs> Not only that, but it's kind of like oh the new blank episode is out. Oh yeah, but. You know, he's coming over, so let's, let's save it to laugh. Because wow. their laugh will It's not me, is it? No, 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 okay. no. You've got you've got quite a quite a lovely laugh, actually. Oh. Anyone I do a podcast with, that's me saying your laugh is, is an alright laugh. I guess it would have to be if you're gonna keep doing podcasts with someone because there's gonna be laughter. <laughs> if I'm to the point where I'm editing out laughs to make you seem less <laughs> annoying, I know that it's not worth it. <laughs> like, you know, it's quietly <laughs> cut that. So yeah, he, he cuts his big Long, scary laugh as well. Yeah. Really out of the blue. It would have been quite funny if later on in the movie the Predator started telling pussy jokes. That would be great, yeah. <laughs> did he... Did the Predator pick up the laugh? Yeah, that's the laugh that he... The, at the end. At the end. Okay. I was yeah. wondering where that laugh came from. Because, I mean, that laugh is weird. Like, 
It's like, whoa. We'll just think back yeah. earlier in the movie if there was a real, like, Jesus, that's out of nowhere laugh. Oh, yeah. Do you think at the really... end, Predator's not laughing at the city? He's just laughing at that pussy joke that he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought at the end, the Predator's kind of going, like, at times like this, all he can do is laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a big, long-ass jungle walk. The yep. lady keeps trying to run away, and as she runs away, the predator kills the nerd man, and he is invisible when he does it. I mean, we knew this was going to happen straight away. The nerd, the weakling, you yeah. know, is five percent body fat. He was destined for the meat grinder. Mm. So, predator is at this point sort of one in- of those invisible? video playback glitches that you get if you've got a bad codec on VLC oh, yeah, yeah. player. And oh, it goes very a bit good. Weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's like. Yeah. Which is creepy. It is. It's very creepy. Deeply creepy. The bit there, the bit where he kind of comes through yeah. at you, look like a seeing eye image. Yeah. It goes on forever. Yeah. That's the bit that caused my brother to run out when he was five. That it is scary. It is. And it's scary in an unfamiliar way. It's not like blood and gore. Or no, it's like Ugh! a zombie or something. It's like something you've not seen before. I wonder if I like if he what his feelings on seeing eye pictures are now. Like you know, show him something. Like see, he's see there, kind happens. of. This isn't scary. I'm like no, no, no. You've got to like defocus your eyes. And he goes like, Ugh! you know, <laughs> horrible flashbacks. Yeah, Hawkins gets proper smushed though. He's just, he's, his bits have gone out. They, I think they've taken his inside out. Yeah. So and he's then left as a... Put him up a tree. The flap, yeah. yeah. Jesse gets got as well. Yeah, well, not before we see his sweet MTV tank top. Wait me when the revolution starts. But the music revolution, Jesse. Is it the music revolution? Muscle television for him, Kevin. <laughs> muscle television. Well, speaking of muscles, I can't, couldn't go through this movie without telling you about some of the, uh, the, the antics that these muscle-bound hunks had. Okay. Because I think it, there's anything funnier than the idea of all these big muscly guys out in the middle of fucking Peru filming this. Having a silly laugh. Is them having a silly laugh. Big yeah. muscle guys pulling jokes at each other. Jesse and Arnie were highly competitive in okay. terms of achieving the pump, which was, you know, being nice and big after having worked out yeah. in time for filming. Which Arnie says is like coming jizzing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like doing it like when you're wanking. Yeah. Or your willies and something. Yeah. And it lets out the jizz. All all those white beans come out, you know. <laughs> That's what the, that's what the pump is. It's like the white beans. Well, no, yeah. it's more like the liquid that the beans come in. Okay, <laughs> you know, if you get like a white bean, it sounds like a thick liquid. <laughs> well, I'd say it's denser than water. It's salty. <laughs> it's I mean, it, they're they're very competitive. They're very competitive about the pump. <laughs> the pump. <laughs> oh God. But they're very competitive about it, to the point where Jesse and Arnie were kept, like, going to the gym earlier and earlier and earlier. You're right. talking, like, fucking 7, 8 in the morning. These guys are in there clanging and banging, you know? Yeah. And they're expected to live this lifestyle. What Jesse used to do to get into the head of Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. is Jesse used to wake up at half past 4 in the morning or thereabouts, okay. douse himself in a little bit of water, work out for maybe 10 minutes, then leave as... Um, Arnie was coming in and yeah. be all like, oh, you just getting here, pal? Ah, and that apparently, okay. like, there was this real, like, competition between them. Mm. And Arnie was, like, mad paranoid that Jesse was going to look bigger than him in the, in the movie. Because it's the fucking size of these guys mm. here. I was like, yeah, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger working out extra hard because oh. he's intimidated by Jesse Ventura. Always brings a smile to my eye. That's quite cute. Max sees the invisible glowy eye man. 
after Jesse has been got, and he loses his shit. Yeah, Je- Jesse gets got by like blue, Lasers? blue laser lights. Yeah. It's Bullet. the little dash mounted laser cannon. Yeah, the USB laser cannon that the predator. That's what does. he gets got by. Yeah, you can get that in Maplins, I believe. And Max sees it. He sees him be exploded, and he yeah. what he sees is the glowing eyes, and then they go away. He's like, ah, I'm sorry. And Mac goes crazy. He empty- Rightly so. He-, he empties out Mad Mac. Mad, Mad Max uh, sequence here where he's <laughs> shooting off all these guns and what I love most about it this is how you know just proper friends they all join in they all join in yeah. they don't go what's wrong what would he do what's ah! he say? if they see a, if they see a guy going ah! then they're like you know what we'll all join in <laughs> and actually it'll help that we'll all join in because we've all got different guns yeah so it'll blow up in different mm. like you lost your shit at this point it's hilarious because there's two things that this are really funny. Number one, the really serious look on Arnie's face as he just comes in, is like, "All right, we're shooting shit." Yeah. And then when the guy with the fucking grenade launcher joins in as well, just leave the trees alone. But it see, like, I understand why they're doing it because they think he's got away that way. Let's shoot that way, and that'll get him if he's like if we even, kill even close to human. Everything this yeah. side of the jungle. But at the same time, it's such a weird, like, impotent masculine response to a problem. She's like, ah, fuck it. I think Dylan's there as well, kind of going, hang on, who's ghosting who now? Are you going to be bled slow and quiet? Everyone from here to fucking Predator 2 has heard this shit. Yep. Jesus. Silly scene, but again, I love a it. A lot though. of fun. A yeah. lot of fun, absolutely. That's actually, I think there was one of the Metal Gear Solid games. I think it was three or four. Where they, if you held on and shot from like a more like a big gun where you hold the, the ammo in your hand in the clip, if you held it for long enough, he would start going because there's no way you can shoot a gun for that long and not be emotionally yeah. struck. Yeah, you know that, that that has to have happened there. Predator did in the brouhaha get a little bit grazed. Yeah, um, Anna notices the blood. The radio tries to touch it. Now it's bright, bright, luminous. There's yellow blood. And there's green blood. I think it's there? yellow that dries to it. It's kind of a puke green. The, yeah. The limey green. It's Nickelodeon slime green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gack. Yeah. Gack. You, shoot, you shoot him and fucking Noel's house party comes out like, you know? Um, I did think it was quite funny. Predator is Mr. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mr. Blobby can bleed. Therefore, I don't think we can kill it. No. I just think it. That's a shame. I mean, if, if it could... We would have done it long ago. Yeah. It would have taken a lot more than sagging ratings. <laughs> if the audience can become disinterested in it, we can kill it. Mac yeah. is gone full blown. Nine bells sweaty here now. He He's is, gone insane. What, but I mean, not just the. I think the sweat and the insanity level are somehow linked. Yeah. The more insane you get, the more sweaty, sweaty. you become. You know. Yeah. So they're putting they're putting trip wires everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They, they want to like set out traps so that it mm. will get caught and hopefully die. And Billy with the line of the night says, "There's something out there waiting for us, and it ain't no man." That's how. Oh, then he just turns and goes, "We're all, all going, going to die. die." Okay. Fucking spoilers here, yeah. Jesus. Oh. And, and Mac has a, another little emotional moment with his, his friend Jesse Ventura. Mm. Gives him back the hip flask, so you, you get the sense that there's a different. different yeah, I think they were pressure. they were they were more than just buddies; they were buds. Yeah, you know that they, they were. I think they were in like wars together. Or Is that how it's ranked? <laughs> buddies, buds, buddies, buds, pals, pals, mates. 
<laughs> and then above that, the only thing higher than mates is mateys. Yeah. Because obviously, number one. Not, nautical friendship is the number one <laughs> friendship that there ever can be. Because you're at sea. So you can see that's where his anguish is coming Absolutely, from. Absolutely. A good yeah. friend, a good buddy, a good matey. Has, and he's, he's has very, perished. He's very, very upset in this point because that, that no good scurvy dog, the predator, comes mm. and uh, absconds with Jesse the body's body. Yeah. What the fuck is he now? Jesse the what? Jesse the memory Ventura? <laughs> Jeff's, Jesse the defiled corpse Ventura? I mean... yeah. Um, Max killing a pig, because that's what gets... He thinks is the thing... Oh, yeah, he thinks like trip yeah, tripwire yeah. was just, just a pig. Yeah. Which they thankfully eat. That's good. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, they laugh at him for killing a pig. They surmise at this point, I think, because of capturing Jesse's body and all that, yeah. that he is a hunter, and they feel that they are being... Hunted. Yes. Yeah. By some sort of predator. Some sort of... It's almost as if they're a prey. Mm. Who would have thought? The lady, who now starts deciding to speak and becoming yep. a much more integral character as a result, <laughs> she explains that she knows that they made it bleed earlier. Because she saw the blood on the leaves. Yeah, you know, so she was getting the blood off the leaves and she was rubbing it on herself that Dylan was just like, get back to camp. Yeah. Wasn't he kind of like, oh, luminous green fucking substance? Just what? jungle gunk to him. Well, he, he just he's in on it. He thinks that it's all a big Noel's house party special yeah. edition. Exactly. Like for, for comic relief. <laughs> a little bit of extra money going around. Yeah, yeah. Leftover from last year's comic relief. And yeah. like, no, don't, don't touch that. Come on. <laughs> There's a bit where they're all kind of being very quiet and trying to hunt the predator, I think. They have like a little eighties eighteen montage of making shit to catch the predator. Yeah, you know. And Max down there running a razor across his sweaty face, mm. but it looks so much like he's using a tiny little squeegee to get all the sweat. <laughs> it's really sweet. I mean, I've never been so sweaty. I think that I've thought that that was appropriate. Required a squeege. A squeege, or yeah. like a, a Bic razor. I imagine it feels very satisfying, though. Is he, what, what is he actually doing? I think he's just removing the sweat. With a razor? With a razor. Oh. A close shave, so to speak. Okay. I mean, if you're very, if you already had a very close shave, I assume he did with his, with his head and his face, yeah. but doing that to get rid of sweat would be a very nice feeling. If I tried to do that, I would just hurt a razor and possibly myself well you've got a beard I do have yeah. a beard you need to trim that first before you even think you about shaving think about such a thing yeah. so they've yeah. set up what could basically be described as an Ewok trap <laughs> yeah like, loads like ropes and yeah. you know Arnold Schwarzenegger's all like Utini get down <laughs> this boy scout bullshit is boy scout bullshit from the fucking constantly naysaying Dylan yeah who's not the villain of the piece he's the fucking naysayer of the piece mm. Mad, mad, mad Max stalks the predator. And as he thinks he's about to close in on it, the, the, the trap has gone awry. It didn't do anything other than hurt their friend. Yeah, the, the predator got in He got in the trap and then blew his way out? Yeah, he like zapped the trap. He was a trap zapper. He, he, he was a trap zapper. I mean, their trap yeah. got zapped. Nothing you can do about it. End of the day, if your trap gets zapped, that's that. You shit out of luck, yeah. friend. So, mad, 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 mad Mac is stalking Predator. He seems pretty on top of things. Mac has like, revealed himself to be quite competent. Yeah. And then as he's scooching on underneath, he went, the Predator can track from heat of the body. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, as soon as you said that, 
Three laser pointers went on his head, and he's like, "Oh, that's annoying!" And then he gets killed. Oh. Three well, laser Mac. pointers. That's yeah. laser. triangle laser. Triangle laser. I mean, laser pointers are the stuff of, of nightmares. I think. Mm. I think if you've got a laser pointer, your brother scared of those as well. No one needs a laser pointer, like because new proper screens, like those screens, you can't shine laser pointers on them. So the fuck, no, you can't. So who needs oh. a laser pointer? No one. Literally, no one. People who want to ruin wrestling in the late nineties. And there was someone thrown off a plane recently for using a laser... Who uses a laser pointer on a plane? Fuck off! Who uses a laser pointer? Am I Throw right? You. I mean, up. if you use a laser pointer, and even if you're not on a plane, you should be barred from getting on a plane. Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. you're that kind of person. <laughs> Arnie surmises as well that because he wasn't attacked when he didn't have his weapon, mm. and also the guy who's been hurt and injured is not being attacked, that they should drop their weapons. Yeah. Because no sport. No sport. Right. Sounds like me in, in secondary school, mate. The reason I didn't do sports because I didn't want the bloody predator after me. <laughs> also, the thought of doing it filled me with dread. But other than that, though, it was a solid predator reference. Yeah. So they're dropping like flies at this point. Yeah. All these. Uh, I like the, this, the idea of like this big badass group of like we're going to get the job done, and they're all being killed. Who, who's gone at this stage? We've got Hawkins. We've got Jesse. We've got Mac. Yeah, Mac's gone as well. Um, Dylan, at literally at this point, loses his arm, arm. and then is killed. Is Dylan killed. Yeah, Dylan's killed. Dylan's killed. And then Billy, right at this point as well, also is like, hang on a second, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and make my stand. He's there, like, fucking cutting himself. And he's yeah. like, Mate, he just gets killed. When do we hear the, the get to the chopper? It was literally after this point, after Billy yeah. been killed and all that. He's like, oh, get to the... Because Arnie sees Billy gets uh, gets fucked up. And he's like, ah, get to the chopper. Yeah. So Arnie, Arnie dismisses man with hurt leg and, and the lady. Yeah. So he dismisses them because mm. he's so destroyed. He's like, you go to the chopper. I'll stay here. And but the, the actual get to the chopper line. Go, get to the chopper. That's it. It doesn't sound it's like... It's not, go, get to the chopper. You know what? Arnold Schwarzenegger is a fucking strange enough man. You don't have to go making up yeah. tones of voice for him. It's quite quick. It, with a lot of these catchphrases, it's not as... They become catchphrases in retrospect. It's not like they're going into yeah. it knowing that Get to the Chopper is a catchphrase. No, so it's no. Not, it's not a big deal. There are better lines in this movie. Yeah. What's this Thai business? Ain't got time to bleed. I think that there are so much better lines than Get to the Chopper. Yeah. There absolutely are. Like, mm. Get to the Chopper is like... It's a stage direction. It's not even a fucking but quote. He, he says it with genuine, like anguish and he's obviously like rushing and in pain and it works it fits within the thing it doesn't even stick out as like a arnieism as a soundbite it wouldn't work no as a soundbite of someone doing the impression of it fine wrongly i mean <laughs> I, great someone who had like a radio show when i was obsessed with this movie quite a bit i fucking scanned through this for any clips that i could use as like stings and stuff it like don't work. but as it gets the chopper it's like it doesn't it doesn't work yeah. on its own in the, in the original range yeah. it's a shame it's a true shame it's, it's, it's <laughs> one of the, the true shames of cinema so arnie's freaked out because like everyone's dead now basically yeah and then he uh goes on what could be described as the best water slide ever it's the rapids at center park it's it is great, yeah when arnie's going down going oh shit and then he goes flying going, looks yeah. kind of fun doesn't it it does when he slips down that bit when he's slipping down there it's like sometimes you just feel like getting away from it all <laughs> kind of like Monday mornings will never be the same or, or this beat's going to work <laughs> you should go on a holiday you miserable bastard <laughs> yeah. so yeah Arnie um, falls in the war best war slide ever yeah again 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 
gets muddy. He does. He gets very muddy at this point. Now, right. Okay. okay. So, hmm. You asked me to ask you this now. Uh-huh. So, he's all muddy uh-huh. and Predator can't see him with his heat vision. Yeah. Does mud make you cold? Or does it make, make you, you invisible? Imp- yeah, impervious to being seen. It does himself. for like a number of seconds. Right. But the whole idea that Arnie was able to like cover himself in mud, do loads of work... No, it doesn't. No. How how does that work? It turns. It works initially because it just masks the 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 mud is colder than right. your body. Your body is like thirty seven degrees or whatever. Yeah. And just initially, when the mud gets put on, it is colder than that. So you would initially not show up, or okay. it would be a bit smeared. There's certain parts of your body would still show up though. Like but with actual heat vision goggles, if you had mud on all the time, it wouldn't. But actually, work. what happens is, is it's like if I had a hot plate and I had a cold plate and I put them beside each other, and if I left them for ten minutes, then they would both be at the same temperature. Yeah. Because everything reaches like an equilibrium when it mm. comes to temperature. And yeah, unless you've got somehow you've swallowed loads of mud and injected into your veins intravenously and not died. I mean, a thin layer of mud, even a thick layer of mud, after a set amount of time, your body's 37 degrees. Like, 37 degrees is fucking hot. Yeah. So yeah, if after a while, it wouldn't work. Unfortunately. It's a good plot device, though. It is. It's a really good plot device. Yeah. Particularly because literally just at the moment, you're like, I wonder if that Arnold Arnold literally grabs and goes, the mud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he can't see me. (laughs) So yeah, Arnie, um, he's all money for the rest of this. Yeah. Predator has taken Billy's skull and spine out. And yeah, then... that's the Predator's thing. That's their the trophy they collect from the humans. And he blasts it with skull blasts. Yeah, he gives to it clean like, it up. Like the compressed air you get. Yeah, like sort of buffing it up, making it look nice. Spray you put on your shoes so it won't attract dust. Uh, <laughs> that shoe shops will always try and sell you that if you buy suede stuff. They I mean, it's, 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 it's something you get. Stuff. I'm just saying, as someone who briefly worked in a shoe shop. You're a fool if you get that spray. Yeah. You're a fool. You're, you're an absolute <laughs> fool. fool. And if you go, if you go to a fucking beach, don't come crying to me because you've voided <laughs> the fucking warranty. As far as I'm concerned. But yeah, um, Arnie is gone on like native and Ewok at this point, and at the same time, he's like shining up the skull, making it look real nice. Yeah. Really, he's making a trophy out of it. So you get the predator is definitely a hunter hunting and getting trophies for his. I think it's meant to be something that's like meant to be really scary for for men. Is meant to be like the idea of like being hunted for sport and being put on like as a trophy or whatever. Because man is like did, you know hunts animals and his kingdom of the, the over domain over the animals. So to be the hunted. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't think it's that. It's I think it's just like it's scary, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, do it. I mean, I guess because I'm someone that after I die, I want all my organs to be given away, and then I want to be every bit of me to be used. Right. You know, make fucking stock out of my bones. Do what you've got to do. Then chuck whatever's left in a shopping bin. bag in the yeah. bin, like. But I mean, I guess if you're someone who's like, <gasps> imagine your skull being put on a shelf for all eternity. Don't bother me, really. A bunch of pussies. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> a bunch of pussies. Uh. Oh, I don't want my skull to be... Ah. So during this bit of uh, Arnie being proper native, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of arrow in a tree. Yeah, he's making his own weapons. Up. Yeah. Because he's obviously he wants to go for the authenticity. And yeah. he makes a bow and arrow. Very impressive. You see him flex the bow and like mm. stretch out the wood over his giant back. It's a very impressive noise, though. Isn't I it? love that noise. It's one of my favourite movie noises. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like in space. You've seen space, haven't yeah. you? When they do the fake gunfight. And he gets... Yeah. That's, that's the best bit. Eh? I'm trying to think, though, of instances of movies where people have been like... 
hit with something that's been like, probably not that many where they're hit with it. I associate it with it, it going in the tree above someone's head or something. Yeah, like or a like, near miss. Not kind of like, uh oh, I shot you point blank in the face with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to flick it afterwards <laughs> so Arnie once again covers himself in chocolate sauce yeah I think he's into that and he's finding excuses I don't think he knows that it makes you cold or you yeah. can't see him I no think no you have to it. understand I have to cover myself in whipped cream the state of embarrassment <laughs> will arouse the predator so much yeah right Arnie take that clips for sale bullshit to some <laughs> other movie with people who won't recognise it for what it clearly is a cry for help do you notice that by covering himself in all the in all the wham and the wet and messy stuff that yep. he's doing there? By doing that, have you noticed that he really his eyes stand out so much more? <laughs> yeah, well, we <laughs> we were t- you were saying <laughs> that he should have muddy eyes as well. <laughs> Shoves some mud in his eyes because for the predator, it's just going to be this completely blank body, but then a couple of hot eyes. <laughs> I just like the idea of like the predator in his homeland. Can you give me a bag of hot eyes? It's a nice little like you like the scrunchy bits you put on top of chips. Like it's just like a little treat. Oh, give us some hot eyes. Are they fresh? Those hot eyes. Another funny image is Arnie just putting mud in his eyes, trying his best. I can't see. I can't see him. He can't see me. Level playing field. Arnie does his war cry. Yeah. Which the Predator then hears. No, I'm sorry. I'm wondering if in the next... Uh, there's more Predator films, right? Yeah. Do the next lot who go in after the Predator... Do they learn from the... Do they just go in muddy? What, all the other humans? Yeah. Well, that's only if fucking Dutch here decides to go and tell his tale to the rest of the world. Right, yeah. So I guess that's contingent on mm. that, isn't it? You yeah. Know? It's a shame if he didn't. <laughs> it really would be if he kept it to himself, because I feel like kind of... I mean, if I discovered a massive alien like that, I'd be like... Shit, I'm going to go tell everyone and get all the rights to it. And there is a secret thing, yeah. A bit of money out of that, yeah. you know? So the only thing I thought of there when I was thinking of, you know, ways of merchandising the Predator. Pred-a-manger. <laughs> I, just, I don't know, I just figured it could, it could there was yeah. a power there. You know? Sure. So the Predator is distracted by fire, and then he gets exploded by Arnold Schwarzenegger's bomb arrow. I yeah. he went native, but not that native. Still got bombs. We're still out gunpowder in this supposed yeah. native society. I know what you're doing there, fucking civilization putting in the cheat codes. Mm. Fucking stone ages there with your, your bombs. See, this is the bit where I said it gets different. It gets darker and a bit weirder. Did you not like this bit? No, I did like it. I just, I felt that the tone shifts. It got dark. Yeah. Primal. I know it's all been quite dark because people are dying, but the, when it's just Arnie and just the Predator, mm. it gets obviously very different. I guess it's like the part of Alien where it's just down to yeah. Ridley. There was a the camaraderie yeah. before between all these people, even and if they were the in the danger. Isolation kind of. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, as they say in Peru, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Arnie and Predator do this kind of, you know, he can't see me, I can't see him. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> But they do finally come face to face, and Arnold Schwarzenegger looks at the Predator as the Predator decides to go a little bit native himself. Take off his, his bits. Take off his accessories, yep. you know, his, his utility belt. He takes off his mask, and just for those wondering at home, Sam did freak out. Like, he'd go, yeah. Ah, ah. Horrible. Yeah. Ugly motherfucker indeed, Arnie. You're one ugly you motherfucker. But he, he parrots that back to him as well. You're mm. one ugly <laughs> They just keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. Well, you're an ugly motherfucker. Takes one. No. To no one. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, and I did say, oh, it gets worse because he is a scary looking motherfucker, the predator. But when that normally with all his opens up, yeah. and all, eh, it's very ooh. Mm. Let's imagine getting an, an infection there. Be oh, predator at the dentist. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! You're gonna have an awful time at the dentist with teeth like that. Uh. He just beats up Arnie. He doesn't try and kill him. He just like slaps him around a little bit. Yeah, they have a little punch up. And I feel that Arnold Schwarzenegger was 2020 vision. Probably should have had the mud in his eyes to make this even, considering the Predator, without his mask, can just see different shades of red. Yeah. He's like a bull. Uh, I, I always think whenever there's a fight between a human and an alien, and it's like a bare-knuckle fight, I wouldn't want to punch it, because it's a bit icky. Yeah, he's kind of like... He's... Uh, you know when it's got all the horrible skin and it's all salivating? I'm like, I don't want to touch it. I mean, here's the thing. All humans are covered in a light layer of oil. We yeah. are. We all are. We have it. Every single person. Sure. We do. Yeah. Absolutely do. And we're also covered in tiny, tiny, tiny hairs. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know that if you touched or punched someone. No. But I get the idea of an alien like probably having to have Slimy. those things. Like, oh, they're covered in something. Yeah. I bet they're just as, just as scared. <laughs> To, to the aliens, we're the aliens. To the We've aliens. We've got yucky skin and weird faces. We're the predators. We're <laughs> the ugly motherfuckers. Arnold's yeah. like, I don't want to touch your skin. And he plays like, I don't want to touch your skin. And if you we know? take away nothing else from this film, just think about that. Yeah, yeah. think about that. Hmm. You know? When you're, you're sitting up there in your high perches covered in a thin layer of oil. And, <laughs> you know? So it beats the shit out of Arnie. And yeah. then Arnie slowly gnaws him to his special... Game-ending knife trap, which he set up earlier. Home Alone booby trap. He got a lot of knives on him, hasn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. Too many, really. Is that that like his special team is not there to rescue? He says we're a rescue team, not assassins. I think you're there to rescue people from shit knives, and you're actually a steak knife salesman, door to door. Yeah. That's why you're out of your. That's why he set that up. Yeah. The little stall. The only way you can have that many knives. Mm. And then Arnie says the one thing which you should never say to anyone who you're about to kiss, which is, come on, do it now, kill me, I am here, do it now. Yeah, I think even the predator, who probably doesn't understand what he's saying, knows that he's laying it on a bit thick there. He knows something's up. Ah. Come on, mate. The, the sidestep. I yeah. love that. He's like kind of like a cat when it, like a cat doesn't go where you want it to. The predator yeah. keeps going. Actually, no. <laughs> no. Kill me now. You're <laughs> not me meant to. Kill me in this bit over here, not over there. No, look at this thing. Yeah. <laughs> look. Oh. Look at me. <laughs> and the predator comes up to him like, "Well, I've come to kill you. I did the right thing. No, you didn't, predator. You went the wrong way. He went for the other, oh. the other Ewok trap, which is just drop. It's a big log. <laughs> it's a big log. Yeah. And when it's happening to a biological thing and not an ATST, Jesus, it fucking smarts. Mm. He just drops a log on him. It's a big. <laughs> Gets the weird <laughs> laugh. He goes over to him. He's all covered in ooze. Uh, yeah, he, was ne- he nearly goes to hit him with a big rock. But he sees <laughs> it. He sees him bleeding green and thinks maybe... Has Arnie got some simpy for him, do you think? I think there's a bit of simpy for that thing that killed all his friends. Yeah. Yeah, Because he's all battered up. I wouldn't forgive that ugly motherfucker. If it had red blood... Disembodied my pals. If he had red blood, you think it would have been like... Argh! Yeah. <laughs> but because it's green, it's a bit like... Ooh. Ooh. You're right, mate. I think he's thinking he can make a bit of money out of it or something. What, King Kong style? Take yeah. it back, put on a show. Put on a show. Yeah, look at this green prick. You know, looks like Jesse Ventura's got his new opponent for the WWF, <laughs> like, you know. He likes to show mercy, and as he's doing that, the Predator sets off a bomb that is himself. Yeah, gets his Apple Watch out, presses some Bleep, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Yeah, of course, thankfully, 
Two things are universal. When aliens come here, we'll use maths to communicate with them. That's what maths nerds always say, because yeah. it's logic and all that. They fucking won't in their whole uh, talking in maths. <laughs> the one thing, though, that seems to be universally true is that something going beep, 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 implies urgency. Yeah. And that one is all like, it seems, blah, 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 blah. It seems like it's got different, like, a whole different languages numbers on it, but you can tell that it's counting down. Yeah, they're getting smaller. Yeah, and it's beeping, and it you know, runs away. And Thankfully, he, he runs away just in time as it goes all electric. And Predator's doing his big laugh, which is Jimmy Carr. Somebody said it's Jimmy Carr laughing at his own fucking joke over the Predator. So the the Predator laugh is taken from Billy laughing. Yeah. At it. So seems like he kind of there was another take there because it's a bit long. Like, yeah. Like he's went into audition and like stretched it out somehow, Do layered you, it. Like, I still think the Predator is just like he's just got the joke from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of the echo. Oh. Uh, Callback. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Well, I mean, at least he went out laughing at a good fanny joke. Classic, yeah. I mean, that's how I want to go. Yeah, and it's a good tribute to Hawkins, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, you know, may, he may be dead, but his sense of humour lives on. His sense of humour and his skin will both live long <laughs> in the future. And, uh, yeah, Arnie just kind of sitting in the chopper, which, thankfully, the other guys did get to. You don't see people actually get to the chopper. They don't give a shit about them at that no. point. You just assume that they've got Oh, there. they're back. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Arnie has a bit of a Hello Darkness, my old friend look to him. But yeah. we don't have the money for that, so... And he goes away on the chopper. And then there's this weird sitcom intro style oh, credit sequence. Oh, everyone like, kind of Yeah, Tony's hey, coming. Hey, it's me. Take a little drink, like... I'm like Different oh. bits from their character. Yeah. Even, the, even Anna, the lady, smiles and is like, Oh, it's me. I'm like, what? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, really strange. It doesn't fit. <laughs> it's how they ended not fit at all. I, I hope there's something on the internet of that sequence edited with some like family sitcom music over the top. There must be. And Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dutch. Dutch is a name as well. Yeah. What's his full name? Do you? We don't find out in this, do we? It's Colonel Dutch something or other. I was going to say Dutch Mantel, but that's not right. No. Just Dutch. Like the oven and the pancake. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's the end of Dutch's story. And I'll be honest, they did like a kind of a rebooty thing. Robert Rodriguez did uh, Predators a few years ago, which is all right. Mm. But it's all right in the sense of the whole movie is set up as a nostalgia buzz to target people who like this movie. It's kind right. of like, oh, remember in that movie? And it's, again, I don't think that's a strong enough premise for a movie on its own. Okay. Predator 2 is Predator 2. Okay. Oh, no, that's not Predator 2. That's Predators, right. which came years and years later. Predator 2 came out later on. Uh, like in later 80s early 90s and that's fucking disgracefully bad is it? oh Jesus it's muck has it got Arnie? no no this is the only one with Arnie in it oh so I know exactly it is okay. a franchise and it isn't a franchise yeah it's a franchise that managed to become a franchise independently of Arnie the, yeah. the Predator is the thing and again you know, Alien vs Predator all the yeah. games all the comics fucking again I, I personally thought it's never reached the height that it did there but yeah, I, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I thought it's pretty great. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, compared to the other Arnie's, where would you rank it? Like with Commando and Terminator and whatnot, <laughs> better than Commando. Yeah, definitely. And I think pretty close to being up there with Terminator in terms of enjoyment. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, you can tell this is very much kind of a friends around pizza and beers. It's a it's, blast, isn't it? It's just silly enough without being ridiculous. Yeah. 
because Commando, I think, is kind of like, and some of the other Arnie movies are, let's say they're so bad, they're good, but they're kind of, they cross a line into ridiculousness. Whereas Predator is still quite fucking good in terms yeah, of Yeah, like, and there are scary bits, and it is yeah, actually intense. and How they slowly yeah. reveal the Predator. I mean, you imagine going to the cinema, because they didn't show you the Predator in the trailers or anything like that. Right, so you're you going in not knowing what that is. Yeah, you didn't have your internet or anything like that back in those days. So you're going in not knowing what the Predator was and the whole yeah. hype behind it was, what is the Predator? What is it? And that, it is what way is... more difficult to recreate that these days, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, because you've got, you know, internet... Monster movies that's going to leak. Well, yeah, and also as well, people dressing up at the fucking Edinburgh Fringe Festival. <laughs> and uh, I hope that guy... I should have fucking... shouted spoilers at him. When well, I yeah, him. I would hope that he fucking uh, dies spending <laughs> money. <laughs> Um, quite frankly, because he, he ruined one of the biggest... Because re- the, the reveal of the Predator is yeah. like kind of... I mean, I was looking at see when I was three. So, yeah. <laughs> but the way they do it is really well written and really mm. well paced. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. I fucking love it. It was great. It's kind of like you That's get to have time. your cake and eat it, isn't it? Because it's like kind of... It is all like macho bullshit, but they all die, so it's all right, isn't yeah. it? Like, so you don't feel like... It's like glorifying, like kind of, yeah, let's all go kill the thing. You can't kill the thing because you're just silly soldier men. It was really good and fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, the thing, it does kind of, sort of undo the whole masculine thing because they they can't really do anything about mm. it. It's this thing that they, you know, they, they're good at killing people, but when there's this thing that is unquantifiable, they don't know what it is, yeah. then that all falls down because they've got, they, they have no strength. And there's, there's like the, the movie is surprisingly deep, like the, like the whole thing at the start where Jesse Ventura just nonchalantly says like, "Oh, if you if you lose your mind out here because of where they were in the jungle, yeah. like you're an absolute goner," and that's why like they're hesitant to ask for details about the thing that is because they know that you know Mac is losing yeah. his touch and all. It's really I, mean, I watch that movie a million times and I pick up like stuff all the time mm. on it, like and I really think it's one of Arnie's best. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. You had a lot of fun? Hey! Would you, would you recommend it to, to others? Would you watch it again? That's my main question, I mean. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, if, if it was on, or yeah. people wanted to watch it, but yeah, let's watch Predator. It's a great movie, though, because I mean, the amount of times people have come back from like nights out and drinking, it's like, hey, let's all put on Terminator 2 in like, an hour and a half. Yeah. We're less than halfway. Like, how, how long was that? Was that like hour an hour and a half? Hour 40. Okay. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's an actual the size movie. movie. Yeah. Not a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> so, Predator. I mean, I guess I've shot all over the franchise, but are you curious to find out more about that? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm, I'm really curious as to how Alien versus Predator works. Yeah. I don't get how that you, can be a thing. This would be perfect, because you have seen Alien, Alien and Predator. Predator, yeah. Just those two. I would wonder what you would think if you saw Alien versus Predator. So to understand Alien, Alien, Aliens versus no Alien versus Predator. Yeah, would I have had? They'd expected to have seen Alien too, at least. I right. Would okay. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens, I should say, which yeah. is something we should definitely do for a future cinema swirl. Okay. One last question before we finish up. How, sure. how was Arnie? How I was mean, Arnie? How was Arnie? I mean, in terms of like. Was he memorable in this? Was he goofy in this? Was he shit? Because, I mean, he's a bit shit in some of his movies. He was the right level of Arnie, I think. I think this is classic Arnie. Once you get five minutes into it, and you have to acclimatise yourself to Arnie, I think, with films. There's a bit where it's like, oh, it's Arnie, hey, oh, he's got a silly voice. And then you're just like, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah. (laughs) His name is Dutch, that's all I need to know. And he he can act really well within... Who he is? I know that sounds strange. Well, but no, like, I think it's the director and the writer has to know what the fuck it is Arnie can and can't do. Because yeah. in this movie, he looks so competent. Yes, exactly. 
he doesn't look goofy in this movie. There's a number of times I think in Commando, there's a number of, like with the fucking the ice cream and stuff. Yeah. There's so many times where he's and goofy with, with Chenny and, and all that. He is goofy Chen- when he interacts with women. I think yeah, a lot of the time. And there's not much of that here. And there's not no because that's fucking, passed off to Carl and some of the other. Characters. Yeah, they they yeah. kind of do that. Whereas Arnie with a gun, killing the thing, get to the chopper, easy peasy. Yeah, it's what he can do. Yeah, <laughs> it's it to his There's no there's no romance in this. No. Which I think plays to his strengths, really. Yeah. I think it plays to the movie strengths because there yeah. is there is this idea, and it's fucking, it's absolute poison. I think it's the most most dreadfully sexist ideas ever, which is that if a movie is to appeal to to women, it has to have a Some, love story. Yeah. And this is a fucking thing that studios have thought since like since the talkies. Well, you that's know? what I thought was happening when Anna was introduced. Yeah, I thought, okay, this is going to be love interest. For Arnie or yeah, someone, yeah. but it wasn't. That. It wasn't, and it, it worked, it was it worked just, better. She was another cat, yeah. Because there's so many, there's so many action movies, and they come off as being so cavalier and you know, chauvinistic. I guess is because they shoehorn in a romance, and the writer's like, right, fine, it's a romance, and then their tough action guy has to fucking interact with yeah. this woman and fall in love with them, and they're not comfortable doing that. No. The, the writers, the directors, <laughs> and the actor, and yeah. So here it's kind of like you know what? It's fucking. We know what all these people are capable of. Let's play to that. And let's not like pretend that we have to have a certain type of a storyline yeah. here. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, I think guys and girls can enjoy this movie just as much. Predator is fucking, fucking it's, a, it's a good, good one for sure. If you give it a Star Wipe rating, what would it be? I'm going to say four Star Wipe. You heard it here first. Sorry for that audio glitch at the end there, but didn't it sound like the Predator was coming to kill us? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, was edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. You can vote for our upcoming episodes over at facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter, that's at cinema swirl. If you have any questions, queries, comments, food stories, or otherwise, please send them on in to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. You can buy a t-shirt over on Etsy, just search for Cinema Swirl. You can buy a ringtone on iTunes, just search for Cinema Swirl. You can review our podcast on iTunes or whichever podcast thing you use. But most of all, just come back next time. Cheers. Bye. like the white beans well no yeah. it's more like the liquid that the beans come in okay <laughs> you know if you get like a white bean it sounds like a thick liquid <laughs> you know it's uh, oh Jesus <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs>